Hey Dave. Hey Luke. Welcome back to the studio. It's a bit of a, a bit of a break we've been on, isn't it? Yeah, about a month or so. I feel oh, like it's a bit of a holiday for us. Well, <laughs> yeah. not really. A bit of a holiday for you. Yeah, I went. Uh, yeah, I had a. I did have a holiday. Yeah. Um. So we were discussing our cold opening last night over a few beers. We didn't have that's one. One way of putting it. <laughs> uh, okay. After a, a lot of ten percent beers, mm-hmm. I want to use the saying "craft beer." In the streets, macro beer in the sheets. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this saying? So, like, it sounds really snappy and good. I just don't get it. Well, what does like, it mean? Uh, Matilda Bay, Little Creatures, James Squire. So, what's the street? This is what I asked you last night. What's the, st- what's the street and what are the sheets? Well, so, like, I mean, the saying comes from Lady in the Streets. Something in the sheets. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fine because it's very clear about what that means. What's the second part of that? So, whatever it is. Alluding to that she's a, a firecracker in the sack. Yeah. But fancy and, and classy. And ladylike on yep. the streets. Because in that saying, yep. the streets means the streets yep. and the sheets mean the sheets. So <laughs> it's quite literal. Yeah, it is. That's why that sort of works. Uh, when in this saying, you know, the streets are like the pub. The sheets being, in this case, your balance sheets are being paid by the the big macro money. Right, okay. So, so your craft beer on the streets, which is what? The pub. The pub. What? Craft beer in the pub in the streets. Yeah. And macro on Maybe the balance sheets. Maybe we could say craft beer in the pub, macro. On Excel. On Excel. <laughs> it's not quite as snappy, but it's good. I like it. Well, the other, the other saying is like, the other way to look at it is you... You think you're getting a craft beer, but really you, you're getting screwed. Yeah, okay. In the sheets by by a big beer. <laughs> if you if, if you're getting a shitty beer, right? if it's a nice beer, you're not really getting screwed because you're getting a nice. No, beer. you're right. It's a great thing. Are you just humouring me now? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we let's just address the fact that we're drinking a beer first before we get anywhere. Yes, um, we, we did. Uh, as we mentioned in the, in the opening, we did have a, a quite a robust night of drinking. You might say mm, it was civilized. We yeah. we drank um, just a, a, a bit of a bottle here and drank a lot of ten percent plus beers, mm-hmm. a lot of imperial stouts, barley wines, quads, quads. Was there a quad? There was the Sultan. Ah, it was delicious as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun. And that got me thinking, we actually mentioned this last night, the people we were drinking with... Uh, oh, no, it's, mate, you've got to tell us what beer we're drinking. Like, you can't just start with... Oh, beer. good point. Yeah. Well, no, let's get to that after after we okay, get to right. the question. They they have a lot of bottle shares. They're, they're with a bit of a posse that does that. And we don't, really. No, it's not really something that happens. So we got to thinking, listeners, what do you prefer? What do you do? Do you have a regular bottle sharing group? Or do you just meet at the pub and drink whatever's on tap? We mentioned that we both have a lot of beers in the cellar that we probably are never going to drink by ourselves because they're those 10% beers. Exactly right. Big bottles of 10 12% stuff. Yeah, there. so, um, yeah, what do you prefer to do? Do you have a, a regular group? How does it go down? Tell us about your bottle shares. We'd love to love to hear it. Because it is weird. 
Why why aren't we doing it? Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's, it's something I I don't like organizing things. <laughs> like there's a lot of pressure. I don't, I don't like the like pressure. Going places. Yeah. So sit in my house and <laughs> pretty much. Well, we'll go to the pub because I'd have to organize the pub. All right. So what are we drinking? Uh, we've got the um, what is it? Delicious neck. Delicious from delicious Tuatara. Neck, yeah. And um, it so is delicious. This um, we should mention the secret location that we record our podcast is in fact Madman Studios. Uh, the DVD, video, video media, media. Uh, We're going to better answer from our producer, Madman Mad Entertainment. Man Entertainment. Thank you, producer. She's she's rolling her eyes. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they have put out or well, they're distributing the new New Zealand movie uh, called What We What We Do in the Shadows, starring Murray from what's well, not his real name, the guy from. Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords. Oh yeah. Uh, have you do you know much about this movie? No. It looks really funny. Yeah. Uh, it's like a vampire werewolf movie, but um, it's kind of <laughs> Thank you, producer. <laughs> um, it's following them as a so like kind of a reality T V show documentary yeah. kind of a thing. Um, and it's quite humorous. I've only seen the previews and I thought, that looks pretty funny. Tuatara have launched for the movie Tuatara have launched a beer called Delicious Neck. It's got like a vampire thing on the front um, in one of their bottles that has the actual interesting lizard that neck. reptilian sort of which neck. Which is kind yeah. of fun. Um, it's a immortal pale ale. What do you think? I really like it. It's mm. clean and it's quite pretty aggressively bitter. It's very tuatari. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, hang on a second. Let's get a bit. I like it. And we did get this beer courtesy of their film release, so you should acknowledge that we didn't pay for it. It's yummy. It's yeah, pretty tropical. Pretty tasty. I'm enjoying it. Mm. Anyway, so good work to Atara. I'm a fan of their beers. Yeah, everything's pretty solid, isn't it? Um, and it's fun to see a movie tie-in, beer. You don't see any of that, really. Yeah, exactly. Good on them. All right, so today's show, we don't have heaps to talk about. Oh, sorry, well, we, we sort of do, about. but we haven't got a guest. Mm. So there's no theme. So you've got to stick with just me and Luke. Yeah, so I went to Wellington, Beervana. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners would have hear, heard some of the interviews. Um, I had a great time. Wellington was a lot of fun. It was cold, though. It's a good place to go for have a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. So the actual city, I, I would like to go back there when we're not just going to Beavana because there's a lot of really good bars and restaurants. Yeah, that, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I'd like to explore. Also, the Botanic Gardens and the cable car. It's just a cool city. Yeah. You didn't get to do any of that stuff? No, I went to Te Papa, the museum, briefly. Um, Did you go to the Museum of the City and Sea? No, I went past it. I like that one better than Te Papa. Really? Yeah. It had more of what I wanted to see. What do you want to see in a museum? I wanted to learn about Wellington. Okay. And Te Papa's more of a exhibition museum. More of than a, a yeah. historical one, yeah. Wow. Um, and the beer itself, the, the bars were excellent. The Garage Project pop-up was, was awesome. Um, you, know, you know how Garage Project do things, they do it well. Um, if you didn't listen to the interview with, with Joss yet, I think you should. It's a really yeah, good Yeah, do yourself a favour. It's really interesting. There's a, a pop-up there that was um, part of the Wellington on a Plate Festival, which uh, runs concurrently with Beervana, and it was called Pigfish, and it was focused on pork and fish. Funnily good enough. name for it. Yeah. Um, sort of know what you're getting. And we spent the night eating oysters, ribs. It's more direct than craft beer on the streets and <laughs> macro in the sheets. 
So only slightly, but yeah. you know what you're getting with pigfish, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite literal. Yeah. And we had, we, someone gave us half a pig's head. I think the table across from us. Was it a homeless person who found one? In a, <laughs> uh, oh, right, the, as part of the, the proceedings. The uh, table across from us, um, I think they might have ordered it and then Bottom it comes down. out. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a face and you need to eat the face. Uh, so it was a good result. How was the face? Oh, it was delicious. Good bit of face? I ate the eye. How was the eye? Oh, what does the eye taste like? Uh, it just tastes like really fatty, like pork belly. Oh, yeah. It was yummy. And the tongue was really good. Mm. Yeah, it was a really good pop-up. I think those guys do sort of regular pop-up things. and It was yummy. Um, Golding's Free Dive was excellent. Isn't that a good bar? It is a good that bar. That was my favorite over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just love Wellington, love Bevana, and, and I really want to go back next year. Um, so many good beers. It really is like a high concentration of really great beers in that yeah. little city. Um, mm. Yeah, but definitely make time to do the. Like, it's really good to get the cable car up to the top of the gardens mm. and then walk walk down through the gardens, back down, and then you can finish at the Sprig and Fern as well if you want. Oh, so okay. Yeah, I haven't been to quite, that. Um, that's when, quite a handy little sojourn. When we went sea kayaking, we finished and went straight to the Sprig and Fern um, after, you know, three days of camping. In Mochuaca, now home of the Hop Federation Brewery, is in that town as well. We're just outside of town. Had some of their beers; they were, they were delicious. Um, the Spring and Fern beers are pretty good. They get better as they go yeah. darker, I reckon. Um, some of their dark beers are really good. Pretty well. They're just nice, clean, well-made beers. Though. Yeah, I like them definitely. Um, yeah, so two thumbs up Wellington, two thumbs up Beervana. Except for the, they had a ticketing system. Um, oh yeah, what was the actual f- festival like? Really good. It's a strange festival being that it's in a concourse of a stadium. Um, right. So. It's kind of like a donut. Yeah. Like, do you remember that level in Mario Kart, that versus level, and you just played in that round never circuit? Pl- never played Mario oh, Kart. Oh, well, then forget it then. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can imagine. Listeners that have played Mario Kart, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it was like that. And they, they made a, a massive mistake with their ticketing at the start, where, like, you go in, and then you have to get a, line up to get an armband and show your ID. So everyone has to line up in one line to get an armband. Right. And then you have to line up at a stall, like a little um, the stalls little around the thing. thing to charge it. Or yeah, to put, to put money on your armband. So you have to line up three times before you're even in the festival. And so we, were, and we didn't realize, so we were queuing up to get money, not realizing there was an armband system. And we got to the front right. line and went, fuck, we don't have an armband. That was stupid. So that was a bit of a disaster. So the first session, they actually extended the session by an hour to, to make up to for it. To accommodate for that, okay. Which is enough. pretty good. And then subsequent sessions, they kind of changed the, the process where you just walked in and they handed you an armband. Is this your first Bivana? Second. What was the token system like last time? It was just a token system, I think. Are there cons associated with that? I think so. I think it's just... I don't really know. Uh, I was actually talking to Steve from the Tap House yeah. about Gabs because they were considering it. Um, and he isn't really sure if they need to change their system because um, it is a bit clumsy. Every bar was charged up with their own uh, beers on it. So you'd go to the Garage Project bar and their little device to charge you to swipe your armband just had their beers charged into it. Right. Whereas at Gab's you have giant bars with, you know, 50 beers on each. And you no, but they're all the same value. Well, uh, not all of them. I think they were this year, mm-hmm. weren't they? No, nah, there's some like... Oh, right. Four tokens, some were six, I think, for okay. the glasses. Um, oh, the full glasses, I'm thinking of the tasters, right? Yeah, yeah so okay. they, they have that different pricing structure. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do it. But I, I quite liked it because you had an armband. You didn't have to worry about 
how many tokens do I have left? And they tell you, you know, oh, you've got 10 bucks left. And when you're leaving... You yeah, just, you'd think, though, like you could pre-buy the tickets, get the armband, and then, like, online charge Yeah, yeah, thing. that's So you that's just what walk I in and be done with it. And yep. then people that buy the tickets on the spot or whatever can line up for it, but it won't be every single person. Mm. Mm. Why it, don't they get me on the committees of these things? I don't know. Do you want to be on the committee of this thing? No, probably not. Yeah. One good... One... Not even a good idea. One thing I just said. <laughs> and and look, a lot, of, pe- a lot of people were saying the same thing. Yeah. So um, you're just repeating other people's ideas now. Oh, God. <laughs> also, I had deep fried black pudding on a stick. Ooh. Beer battered deep fried black pudding on a stick. Delicious. Well, One of the best things I've ever eaten. Like the, I don't doubt it. Just those words. Well, I kind of thought that it would be like a gimmick. You get, you know, two bites in and you're like, oh, okay, this is fun. You know what? I, I actually haven't this. eaten yet today and... I'm Let's move on. This made then. me starving. <laughs> uh, speaking of today, it's Zwanzi Day. <laughs> it's a, nice it's segue. Such a good segue. Yeah, <laughs> it happens to be today. Speaking today, today. Zwanzi Day. What's the? Uh, is that the pronunciation? Uh, yes, I looked it up. It's I've been Zwanzi. saying I've been saying Zwans. Uh, Emma's been saying Wayne's Day. Wayne's uh, Day. Wayne's Day. <laughs> Wayne Stock. Um, Zwanzi Day. The Canteon annual tapping of the beer. Uh, here in Melbourne. We're going along. Are you excited? Yeah, I am actually. I think we both had the same uh, the same thought process when the tap list was announced uh, by Belgian Beer Cafe. We both sort of saw what was being tapped and thought, aww, well, there isn't anything like new or special that we can't, that we haven't seen in a while being tapped. And then we sort of went, yeah, but we can go and get there. Cantillon Creek and yeah, yeah. And have so an awesome time this year these Wansley beer um, it's different every year this one is a blend of their iris beer with uh, a creek or uh, cherries in there in some way it'll um, be, be fun sounds delicious and then they've also got three other Cantillon four cat three something like that um, so the creek the Gers and, and Rose de Gambrinus yeah that's right um and apparently there's some kegs of iris going around bars. So if you're in Melbourne, I'm assuming Sydney and Perth probably have some as well. Uh, keep, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Yeah, for some... For, for some, some iris. Uh, bottles this time around, there's not too many bottles around. No, there um, isn't. If you are in good with a bottle store that normally gets it, maybe just have a word to them and ask them. Maybe drop them a line. Yeah, find out what they See if got. you can get a hookup yep. on something. Because if they do get anything, stocks will be limited. Yeah, yeah. This is a public service as well, this show. I know, right? Uh, what else have By I the time that it goes to air, everything will be sold. Uh, yeah, I'll get it by Monday. We'll yeah, okay. Monday. Maybe Tuesday. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Um, I also went to the last Siren Ale Stars the other day. Oh, yeah. At, I'm, the I, local I tap house. sort of debating whether or not to go to that. But. Um, so it was really interesting to hear Costa from La Siren talk about their beers. Both of us are pretty big fans of their beers. Um just as a setup for this, I made the decision during the week that um, for what I like at the moment, drinking, um, that's made them my th- current favourite Australian brewery. I think it's pretty reasonable. Because everything that they've got currently is just so good. They're setting the bar really high for that style. They are, definitely. Um, they People will be excited to learn that they're going to brew an imperial praline, praline being the Gab's beer from... Oh, lordy. People are going to lose their minds over People that. People are going to go crazy over that. I personally am not a huge fan of that beer. Um, it's really well made, but it got a bit sweet for me. I can't really remember it. I had um, a bit at, at Gab's and that was it. I had a couple mm. of bottles tucked away. I might see how it does. Yeah. With a bit of... 
I think a bit of age might sort of lessen the, the sweetness, maybe. Um, mute everything a bit, so it might, might help. Might just get round and delicious. Mm. And they're also going to do a barrel-aged version as well. So I think they had Pedro Zimenez barrels, maybe, um, which is the sherry. It's just funny, because like that, I heard... I can't think of who said it, but someone was telling us how rare it is to get those barrels, and then all of a sudden, loads of people are using them. Yeah, um, I think there's some floating around from maybe one of the distilleries bought them in, and they weren't ideal for what they oh, for right, whiskey. Okay. They, they were, I think there was an issue with some of the flavors coming out of them, and so they might have then ended up on the going to some breweries. Um, hey, they'll make good use of them. Mm, mm. And they're also um, really excited to hear that La Serena are putting in, they're calling it Australia's biggest barrel program. So That um, makes me happy. Yeah, definitely. So I think they're going to get some, some sours and some, some funky earth stuff. So yeah, keep an eye out for some if of If I had a time machine that could only have one use, I would use it right now just to go forward and get some La Serena barrel beers. Really? That's what? Yeah. I don't know what I'd use it. I'll, I'll answer that at the end of the show. Okay. I don't know what was the question, but now I'm kind of thinking about it. All right. You went to the ANHC dinner. I Listeners did. Listeners will um, hopefully have heard that show. Really good uh, show. Yeah, okay. I wasn't... Uh, I felt like silly asking the same questions. But it, I, wanted, I wanted to hear all their answers, but mm. I felt silly. But mm. That's all right. I, I think it's... Uh, I feel silly all the time, so... It's a, g- a good yeah. question to ask. Why aren't more beer drinkers coming yeah. along? Um, if you are a beer drinker and not a home brewer... Why do you, you know, would you go along to a homebrew event to taste homebrew beers? Yeah, does like the word homebrew put you off a little bit? Because it probably did to me initially, because mm. it sort of seems like it wouldn't be for me if I wasn't actively homebrewing. But man, the conference this year, absolutely astoundingly good speakers they've got. Yep, so it's in Canberra. I think tickets are probably almost sold out by now. They'd be pretty close to if it. If you're interested in check homebrew. Check the website for details, inf- which will be in the show notes because I don't know what the website is. Yep, um, anhc.com.au, I think. But I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. The flights to Canberra, I actually looked at them um, after listening to the podcast. They're not that expensive. Um, so... Jump on board. Just yeah, jump on you. board. Yeah, if you've got somewhere to stay, even better. Yeah, because maybe even like every single person that I spoke to, the thing they were looking forward to was club night, which is pretty much the night where everyone submit, like everyone like beforehand, if they want to put a beer into club night, submit it um, and send it up, and everyone shares their beers and talks about them and has a good time. So the amount of homebrewers that have been to that conference that I've, I've talked to over the the last couple of years, they kind of misty-eyed when you mention they go misty-eyed when you mention club night and they're like yeah club night yeah so um, every single person yeah. sort of had that pegged as their potential highlight and you can if tickets are available you can buy just club night tickets so mm. Mm. if it sounds like a bit of fun jump on board definitely um, what else have I got on my list here did we talk about the dinner no we didn't did we oh yeah how was the dinner yeah dinner was like astoundingly good like we've been to a lot of food and beer or wine pairing dinners. Mm. And this was like, this is by by a, a fair step, it was the best pairings that I've ever had together. Um, I think that's due to the fact that it was, uh, the food was prepared by Brendan Sheldrick, who's the head chef at Rosetta mm. in um, the Crown Complex. So... Uh, he's a home brewer himself, so he understands the nuances of matching beer and food together. So it was really, really delicately 
um, thought out food matches and it was just amazing so what was the highlight highlights food I think would have been the uh, he did a lasagna but it was uh, spinach pasta and he got like um, these Italian onions that he uh, slow cooked for two days Italian onions well they were these weird like disc shaped onions apparently that he brought in from Italy and he slow cooked he 40 kilos for the dinner but he slow cooked them for two days and reduced them down to whatever he needed Jesus. Um, and uh, he had like a smoked eel paste as well mm. um, and it was pretty much an, an onion and smoked eel lasagna and that was divine but uh, probably the triumphant course pairing was the baby of um, oh I probably should, should be careful how I word this sentence because it sounds like we had a baby for dinner um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon O'Sullivan, who's now at Three Ravens, yes, uh, he championed on our episode at Boneyard the idea of matching IPA with dessert, mm. um, which is a, a pretty interesting one. It is, yeah. And the dessert course was like a pumpkin mousse mm. with uh, caramelized popcorn on top. And uh, Sam Slaney from Thunder Road made an Australian hop IPA yep. that was really good. Uh, and that was an amazing match. That popped. Everything was fantastic. So uh, don't be afraid of hops if you haven't dessert because it can certainly work. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I might have to give that a go at some point. Um, speaking of Thunder Road, they have also announced a barrel program coming up at their brewery. Uh, they're a bit of an interesting one amongst beer fans. They're pretty divisive mm-hmm. um, around Melbourne. And particularly with, uh, look, I'm not going to lie, I'm not a huge fan of their beers. They're all a bit muted, I guess, and not that not that exciting to me. Maybe maybe some of the barrels coming out and from the sound of it, Sam Slaney's. He's a really good brewer, so um, yeah. I have a feeling like, I don't, like, n- nothing inside me really should believe this but I feel like they, their seasonal releases are going to pick up a little bit because I don't know the last couple that I've had have been okay um, yeah. and, they've got a, and, they've, and that's been since they had a new head brewer Yeah, and they've got Sam there now so I don't know I guess yeah. we'll have to wait and see keep an eye out for mm. some interesting things keep your mind open Ke- yeah yeah definitely um, speaking of, of keeping your mind open I really enjoyed, and I people that I guess know me know that I don't really like Brewdog, mostly because of their marketing. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed their Jackhammer the other day. Uh, that on is an official West Coast IPA. Really good, yeah. really good. Um, so yeah, give that a, give that a whirl. Yeah, give it a go because that's tasty. Um, what else is on the list I'm that we're going to list? And I've, I can't read what I what I wrote, which is not a good look. Give us a look here. Um, let's. Uh, I went along to this. We actually both went along to different new bars in, in Melbourne. <laughs> Dave's laughing at my handwriting. I don't know what this is. Yeah, I, I'm not a very. My writing is terrible. I should have been a doctor. Yeah, that's quite. If that possible. was the only prerequisite of being a doctor, I would. I would be a shoo-in. Um We went along to. I went along to Forrester's Beer Hall, the new place in Melbourne that has 50 taps. Which I think I've said before. I think that's which one are you trying to de- decode, like decipher? Because I can, I think I can read them all. Point it out. News from around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. Don't you? No it was a discussion we had minutes before we came on there. No, it was a different one. I think. All right, so finish your forest, and I'll introduce it. Oh, so you remember what it was? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, cool. 
Anyway. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> this is going to need some judicious editing. <laughs> um, I went on to Forrest's Beer Hall. Yeah. 50 taps. And it's in like the uh, hot end of... Smith Street. Smith Street. So for those that don't know Melbourne, um, uh, I don't know, imagine the corner of, of Melbourne where you can get the, probably the best food and the best beer in, like, uh, in terms of variation and... Um, Quality. Yeah, if you were telling someone from out of town where to go to get good food and beer, you'd say Police Smith Street. Yeah, walk down Smith Street and just find a place because it's pretty pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Um, So we went along to Forrester's, 50 taps, 32 rotating, amazing beer list. The the tap list was just crazy good. Didn't really like it. How come? Um, I don't know. It just seemed like a weird space. Because the way we've set it up is like it can't fail, so... You know what I mean? Basically, yeah. I mean, it's 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 perfect location. So, what did you what did you experience that you didn't really uh, dig? Uh, it just didn't seem. It seemed just like a big room, okay. um, and I wasn't sure about the, the decor or I don't know. I didn't, didn't I didn't feel fe- like home. I didn't feel Is comfortable there. Okay. Um, there's nothing like horrible about it, but yeah, because it's also going to be a live music venue as well, isn't that? So right? they have a live music. There was no music playing when we were there. Maybe that. Would change things. Um, they have a giant clamshell, which admittedly looks what, really what cool. What do you mean? That's the, the band uh, thing is like above the the room, right? And there's a, it's a giant clamshell where the band stands in and plays. Huh. So All I would right. have I would have liked to see that in action, and I, I would probably go back to to get some clamshell band action because <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to me like it could be the great demographic leveler. Mm. If if you've got people that don't really dig beer, yeah. It could be a good venue. They're also, uh, interestingly enough, they don't open until 6 p.m. So we Which is want, odd, isn't it? Yeah, we wandered along a Saturday night. We'd had a couple of drinks in the sunshine down at the Gertrude Hotel and thought, oh, we'll check out Forrester's. It was closed. I'm like, it's 5.30 on a Saturday night. Like, what's going on here? But they're painting themselves as a, a late night venue. I was going to say, uh, so they've... License goes beyond three a.m. or something. Yeah. So does that is that part of the regulation? They can't open before a certain time. Uh, I guess in terms of staffing, you probably don't want. To yeah, probably. I, I don't okay. know. Sure. Um, it was so a, it, I I hope it does well. Yeah. Because I think if it's got the patronage to turn over the kegs, it'll be good. Hmm. But I wouldn't want to see that many kegs sitting around. For a yeah. No, I think we've mentioned on the show before. I'm not a huge fan of giant tap lists because for that very reason. Yeah, yeah. You're not sure how quickly they're turning over, and um, also I, I suck at cho- choosing things. <laughs> you know, thirty. I'm like, I don't know, just whatever. Um, but I had a really good beer there, the Crooked Moon Simplistic Pimp Shit, which is a Brett IPA. Really good. What's the, well, what did you compare it to? Mm. Or take me through it. Um, just leathery, leathery, pineappley, all that kind of Brett, but really nice and bitter and and. Um, Fresh tasting, quite dry, um, just a, a really like. Yeah, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, the Very kind of good. beer that I really enjoy. And you went along to another new bar opening. Yeah, so uh, in Thornbury, Carwin Cellars have recently opened up their um, back room for, to have a bar, which is twenty taps of pretty fun stuff. And they, uh, I think, as with the bottle shop, their bar is servicing the locals really mm. well because they've got their own little hub of people around there. Mm. When I went there, it was packed i didn't know anyone so mm. that's not really something that happens a lot when there's a new bar opening or whatever so mm. i think they'll do really well um i'm pretty sure it'll 
assist with retail sales as well because that seems to be the case with these bottle shops that open up. So you're bars um, there's another one. There's an article in the Crafty Pine about Carwin and yeah, uh, and, uh, grape, uh, and grape and grain. Yeah, not to be confused with grain and grape. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's doing the same thing. They've got five or six taps. Yeah, they did, and they got some pretty fun stuff on there. And they've got again, they've got a pretty um, loyal local crowd that they're. Remind they me um, what suburb that is. It's Moorabbin that it's in, right near Moorabbin Station. So mm. um, jump on a train and head out. Those guys, and we've mentioned it before, they they look after their customers really well. Um, yeah, exceptional service. So yeah, uh, it's, it's an interesting concept. I Slobia is probably the the first one to really do it mm-hmm. um, that I can think of in Melbourne with just beer and some taps and I, I really like it I like that I can go and have a beer like I did the other day I went to pick up some beers from Slow Beer and I thought oh I might as well it's a nice day I've got a nice little outside at the front there uh, I had my book with me had that jackhammer from, from Brewdog mm-hmm. so I stopped and had a quiet drink it was nice yeah really good that's the benefit of those sort of things mm. isn't it now we've just been very Melbourne specific here haven't we we have Thornbury, Moravin. Where are these places, you yeah. say, if you're not from Melbourne? If you aren't from Melbourne and you, there are things happening, why don't you... Uh, sounds like a, like a... Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't um, you start your own podcast? Talk yeah. about that, huh? <laughs> no, I don't know Melbourne stuff. We've got it covered. We would love you to contact us and give us some news from around yeah, your... Yeah, let us know. Because we're recording every fortnight. Yeah. So if there's a new bar or a, a, an event, um, and, and you know, say if you're in Shepparton or if you're in Broome, Darwin, you're in Catherine, Catherine, if you're in Kuala Lumpur. Ah, Kuala Lumpur. There's lots of things happening in Kuala yeah. Lumpur. We have quite a few listeners in Kuala Lumpur. It, it turns out. Yeah. So if you're listening from KL, yeah, and you want to just cover a little bit of your local news, let us know. And look, if you if you are so inclined and you're sitting there in front of a computer that can record your voice, give us a little recorded update. Send it through. If it doesn't suck. We'll put it on. Yeah. If it sucks, flip. If it's awesome, we'll just, put, like, we'll, we won't put it on air, but we'll just take the best bits and pretend that we made it up yeah. ourselves. <laughs> if you have any good jokes, uh, <laughs> we're, we're struggling we with We'll pilfer slightly. them so quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it would be really good to, to have... A bit of interactivity. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there are so many things happening, like, it's hard to keep track of just Melbourne alone, um, and we don't want to just become Melbourne news. So, yeah. And we're only two men. Well, yeah. Sort of, I don't know, maybe two half men. Make up one man. <laughs> you calling me a half man? And myself. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, and speaking of updates and, and that kind of a thing. So many good segues in this show. I know, right? Yeah. It's smooth. So people in Melbourne uh, that, that use social media might be familiar with Pouring in Melbourne. Um, the account that I started up to share tap lists or highlight good taps was always the plan. And it's since spawned. There's a Sydney one. There's a Hobart, Hobart, and Brisbane, and Dublin of all places. And we had a bit of an app going there for a while with a friend of mine, Ross Crockett, who helped me build it, build it. And we have both decided to stop doing it. How come? In, in all honesty, I just kind of don't. I don't have the passion about finding good taps that I used to. So I, you know, Friday afternoon, I'd looking for where I wanted to drink now I'm not doing that as much uh, I guess trying to save money and, and so it, but also know. I think there's probably there's an ease of or a, I think our tap lists have really upped themselves in Definitely. Melbourne so there's less of a desire to seek out 
the best places to go on any given day because on any given day you can probably find something awesome wherever you go. Yeah, so, that's that's yeah. completely true. And yeah, and as we said, you know, Foresters have opened up. They've got forty taps, fifty taps. Carwin's got sixteen. Um, it's just too many places mm-hmm. that it's like, well, where for a social media account am I just listing wrote all the taps, or am I highlighting the good ones? And there's so many good ones that, and you know, if you're not keeping track of them all the time, you you lose what's new and what people like. And yeah, forget it. He just got out of control. Um, and saying that though, I do think you know, if I think. I wouldn't like to see it die. If there are people out there that want to pick it up, give me a shout. Um, there's also now Tapped, which we should mention, which is sort of just listing all the taps where bars can sign up. Um, I still think there's scope for a good thing, and I think now Tapped do it well. But I also think um, the risk with them, and you see some of their venues, the venues just don't update it. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, yeah. So I don't know if anyone, if anyone, and I, I'm sure lots of people have always thought about building one of these kind of things. Um, to me, I think a mix of social and venue run would be yeah. a, a good way to do it. I'm not sure if it can be done amazingly well. Um, now Taps do, do a really good job, and, and the venues that use it, you know, use it well. So. Yeah, the ones that use it well make it a really good service. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, check that one out. Um, and if you want pouring in Melbourne, give me a shout. It's got a lot of followers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what's unsettling to me? What? We haven't had any coffee. Yes. That's all I've got on there. <laughs> yes, the coffee uh, machine was not working here today. The grinder wasn't working. Did you have a coffee this morning? No. Oh, no. I uh, didn't have a coffee because I was coming into the studio to have a lovely coffee and um <laughs> didn't happen in the end. What are, are you eating something, producer? What are you eating? A bit of chocolate going Jesus. on the other side of the window. Throwing down a chocolate. I haven't got any coffee. Bloody there's there's chocolate in a different room. The other announcement this week, Good Beer Week has announced their hub. And again, very Melbourne specific, but mm-hmm. a lot of people come down to Good Beer Week. Um, and Gabs has announced that they'll be going to Sydney. I don't know how big it will be in Sydney. I don't know if it's a full-on replication of the event. I got the sense that it might be. Um, I was talking to Steve. I don't know when. The tap out Steve? Yeah, Steve yep. Jeffers. Yep. And he mentioned that it would probably be a one day thing. Yep. Um, in a couple of different cities. So, I mean, time has passed since I had that conversation with him. So, there's a good chance that the idea is um, developed and changed somewhat. But the idea he gave to me that he, they'd try and take it to a, diff- a few different cities, but um, it might just be a one day thing in each subsequent city. Uh, let me just bring up the. the- tweet sure i just favored favored one of their tweets by mistake Ugh. so they've said melbourne is 22nd to the 24th for gabs and then saturday may 30 so it's one day at the exhibition hall uh, australian technology park sydney uh paul ryan at prino has asked will all of the beers be available in sydney the reply was every single one there you go so one day looking after you sydney yeah. I know that they, they want to sort of keep expanding that as well. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he mentioned on the, on the show, actually, when we when we chatted to him. So, yeah, it'll be good. It's, I know a lot of Sydney people really don't like that they miss out on the beers. Geez, Sydney, stop being so demanding. You're getting uh, them now. Are you happy now, Sydney? And Sydney Good Beer Week's coming up soon as well. I can't remember the dates off the top of my head, but there are some pretty cool events happening. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's a mead event, which uh, got my interest, Moonlight Meadery. Yeah. I don't know much about mead. Um, if anyone knows anything about Australian mead, I really want to be told what's good. 
Cause yeah, I'd like an idea of what's good and try it and mm. that sort of stuff. Because looking at a lot of the mead shops online, they look like, you know, they're, they're aperies. Uh, apery? Is that a honey place? I don't know. Apiary? Apery? Anyway, they look like, you know, it's a gift shop. They've got honey products and... Yeah, so their business is honey, but they're just doing offshoot honey products. Yeah, and it's kind of like, okay, if I'm a tourist and I'm in a little town and there's a, an apiary there, I'm going to walk in and see things on the shelf. I don't know if they're good or not because it's a... You know, and they all seem kind of like that. You know, I can buy a beeswax candle as well. Um, I don't know if that means they make good mead or bad mead. But, yeah, so if you know anything... Beeswax candle. That sounds all right. Um, there was just like a troubling noise outside the studio. That's okay. Um, mm. nope. Yeah, so uh, kind of, there's a few braggarts around, but not which mead. Mm. It's something I know it's starting to take off in the US. Yeah, is it? Yeah, there's a few places um, around there that are getting a reputation for being the ones to seek out. So I, I, I would really like, I've never tried one, so I'd like to, to I find thought it. about making it. Yeah, I thought about making it too. And um, I just didn't follow it through. Mm. It's pretty easy to make. Yeah, really easy to make. Um, I imagine it's probably hard to make it good. Really well, yeah. Because it's probably pretty sweet, right? Yeah. There was a place online, I mentioned this to you last night, Dave, that uh, sells mead horns. Which I is really like, want to get me a meat horn. Pretty sure I just like drink a cup of tea out of it or something. I like drink that. everything out of yeah. it. I think it's like a hollowed out bull's horn. Um, and Does it come with a little stand? You can buy the stand separately. Uh, that's how they get you. I would like a necklace. Oh, like a leather, a leather necklace I can drink my meat out of with that. A seal, with a sealable cap. Oh, just wander around drinking meat all day. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look into... Uh, okay, so listeners, we're going to get Elevator Time branded meat horns available very soon. Wow. All right, that's our producer shaking it. She she's uncomfortable by them. It was quite funny. We we're eating dinner, and I was telling her about the meat horns, and we we're eating meat, and she's like, "I'm not comfortable with that." You know, it's, it came from an animal. I'm like, "Yeah, but yeah, we're just chowing down on some delicious steak." Wearing, yeah. yeah, you're wearing leather shoes right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the leather came yeah. from? So I might just get one and use it around the house for some mead. But yeah, I really want to know. Please, yeah, tell us about know. mead. I'm coming to the end of my list. Oh yeah, yeah. Surely we had more than that. I don't think we do. Really? Shall we take a break? Have a little break. I might, I might get a drink of water. Yeah, a bit of water would be nice. And let's come back and recommend some things. Wrap up. Sure. Nice and pithy. All right. <laughs> we are back. We are back. We just got a bit of trivia. Someone that works here has an uncle and they wrote the Uncle by Marriage Uncle by Marriage I'm not sure it was clarified <laughs> for some reason um, and they wrote the I don't even know what it's called Oh Yeah song Oh bum, bum. Yeah so yeah there you go there's a little bit of exciting history beautiful anyway it's a weird song by the way have you listened to it it really is an odd one yeah I put it on like a stupid 80s playlist I made which I, I do quite frequently. And she's like, this is such a when weird song. When do you get in the mood to listen to an 80s playlist? Oh, way more. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, currently, I'm building a, the best Yacht Rock playlist. Okay. Uh, Take me through some of the tracks on the... you got a Michael rock. McDonald, uh, I Keep Forgetting, on there. Which, okay. um, for those not familiar, that um, Emma's bopping her head out there. That's a good song. <laughs> that song is the basis for the Warren G song, Regulate. Right. To give it more cred, I also listen to Warren G., I'm sure, assuming people still know. Who he yeah. Is. Um, what else you got? If you're like compiling a yacht, a yacht playlist. Yep. I don't know if 
cred is really your first concern? Yeah, I'm not really bothered. No, okay. I, um, on a Friday afternoon at work, putting on some smooth yacht rock to ease me into the weekend. Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins, all the big names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a, uh, some eclectic playlists on Spotify. Hey, yeah. that's what's good about Spotify. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've recommended that before. Everyone. We have. Hmm. It's been a recommendation that I, brings us uh, on to. I, oh, sorry, I, I was trying to segue because you had so many good ones earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of my signature rants <laughs> in the way here. You know, are you familiar with this radio station? This is so off topic, but screw it. I'm talking okay, about it. anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm saying signature rants tongue in cheek, by the way, in case people <laughs> think that I have like this in my mind. I'm a crazy I actually lady. missed you saying that. <laughs> um, Double J Radio. Yeah. You Double J Radio. Yeah. I'm so mad about that. Because it came off the back of people that grew up in the 90s or listened to music in the 90s, whinging that Triple J was no longer like, oh, Triple J just plays techno and dubstep. Yeah, it's because you're not a teenager anymore. Like, stop whinging about it and go listen to PBS or Triple yeah, R. There's so many good. resources we have for music these days. And yeah. so now they you know, started Double J, which I think just plays like Nick Cave and fucking Jeff Buckley or whatever. But why don't these people just get... Like this music exists on Spotify. You make some playlists of all the songs you like. Yeah. Like it's not really that difficult. Like why do you need a station to listen to this specific? Yeah, people are entitled. Music? I don't know why that makes me so mad, but it does. I I, I get mad that people. Why isn't everything the same as it's always been forever? Yeah, makes me mad. And also, Triple J, um, Totus One Hundred, people complain about how how bad it is now. Oh, it's just all techno and rap. If you looked at like previous years, it's always been shit. Ace of Base were like top twenty one year. Ace, Ace of Base are Base. terrible. I would have been really happy if I'd never heard that name again in the rest of my life. But oh well. I had an Ace of Base single uh, when I was a kid. Uh, I think it was. Did you say single? Yes, I said single. Okay. Um, I saw the sign. Single. <laughs> Just um, it's not. It's not even the most embarrassing single I ever owned. Okay, so I mean, we've, we've, we're so derailed. <laughs> hey, okay, so Emma's prompted us to probe into what the most embarrassing one is, and Luke's actually gone red, so I can't wait to hear what this is. Uh, this is probably the worst. I, I feel like I need to to talk about all the good records I own. No, uh, no one cares about like, that. We just want to hear what this awful, embarrassing one that's more embarrassing than Ace of Bases. I saw the sign. <laughs> Uh, Pet Shop Boys It gets worse Right now you're thinking This couldn't be worse The Pet Shop Boys Absolutely Fabulous Remix Okay (laughs) Single (laughs) When Absolutely Fabulous Was at the peak of its uh, The peak of their powers uh, Yep Um, Even more Derailed than we've already been Some reason The reaction to that was like you're not even going to acknowledge that. No, no, no. Let's just, just bury that <laughs> and move on. Uh, <laughs> you've already suffered enough, I can tell. <laughs> um, with the Ace of Base, I saw the sign. I heard um, some radio show did a competition where they called it uh, like MacBook karaoke, and people would send in them singing over whatever songs they did. Mm. And they, one of them that made me laugh and not to cry was some. Uh, Bostonian woman doing I Saw the Sign and she had this really whiny voice so it was like, it was I Saw the Sign it was amazing <laughs> if, you, if you go on YouTube and look it up it's excellent that should be my non-beer recommendation yeah I forgot what my original one was so maybe I'll Perfect. revert to it um, speaking of recommendations good smooth smooth yeah. segue there yeah mention it already and then stop mentioning it and then refer to it so we can mention <laughs> it yeah. alright uh, do you want to kick it off with a beer 
Uh, uh, no, I forgot that too. So okay. maybe you do yours. Well, all right. So last night, as part of the, the beers we drank, oh, yeah, right. we drank some of the Modus Operandi beers. Uh, New South Wales. I'm not really sure where they are in New South Wales. We're so Melbourne that we don't even I know. know outside our city. Let us know city. on Facebook. Yeah. I'll put it in the show notes. So they're doing crowlers, which are like just under a litre cans, giant cans, which they fill and they seal up, and then you've got a, your own fresh can of beer. Don't think they last as long as a, a growler would, but when you're getting it to drink. Why? I don't think the seal's true. Like, oh, okay. You know, like a proper can seal. But we tried their red IPA last night. Yep. Um, which was delicious. It was really nice. Really yeah. good. I've got their IPA at home. Um, someone was kind enough to give me a, a crowler of it, which I might drink over the weekend. But, yeah, if you get a chance to try their beers or, if, you know, someone that's, that's around there, get them to get you a crowler of something. It's kind of fun to say as well. It is kind of fun to say. They're kind of fun to look at too. They are fun to look at. Just a giant can. Yeah, exactly. I think I might just drink mine out of the can. Do it. A liter of IPA out of yeah, the can. Yeah, I reckon. What else am I doing? YOLO. That's what the kids are saying. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that on Triple J these days? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's going to be a saying. Get on board. <laughs> Hashtag YOLO. My. Do you want to do your beer? Oh yeah. Oh okay. So um, as a bit of a palate cleanser last night in between those. Behemoth, awful. I say awful, awfully big. Mm. Um, because we had, I brought along a few uh, chestnut pilsners from the Bridge Road that I got in my did you get part posse of pack? Yeah. Um, so it's one where I might overlook it. No, I would overlook it on the shelf mm. when I'm buying stuff, but happily crack it when I get it uh, in my posse pack. Um, and whenever I have it, it's always awesome. Mm. My what got me thinking about that beer again recently was my boss um, enjoys beer. I, I sort of... You've been crafting him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he got into Untapped and um, every year we go out for lunch, you know, end of year celebration, we go somewhere that has nice beer and he sort of picked up an interest, which is great to have a boss that likes beer because I like to talk about it. And, well, it's bad having it Untapped. What if I'm skiving for the day off and... Checking beers and I would, I would one more that. thing that you've got to keep on top of. I would yeah. not do that. I'll check them in later. Yeah, and he's talking. He keeps on going on about how how much he loves chestnut pilsner, and I went oh, okay. And then you brought them along, and yeah, it's just uh, a really well made pilsner. Yeah, and I did a um, five Australian beers you should have on every beer menu post, and I included that because it hey, probably goes with everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a really subtle chestnut flavor. Just a, yeah. What more do you want? Yeah. Stop being so demanding. I know. Um, imagine, let's say, a brewery that was currently trendy, let's say Garage Project, because mm-hmm. they seem to be, you know, the, the one that everyone thinks of. It's the one that I think of because I just said it. If they put that out with an awesome label, Chestnut Pilsner, I reckon it would move off the shelves pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. If you mm. see it on the shelves, pick it up. It's yum. Mm, give it a whirl. What's your non-beer recommendation for this, well, this sode? My non-beer recommendation is Tiger Rolls. Do you know what a tiger roll is, Dave? Uh, I do, but I, maybe some listeners wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't listener. know what they were yeah. into recently. Um, basically, it's a, a soft white roll um, that has rice, like crushed up rice paste, brushed on it. Is that how it's done, is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, brushed on it to give it like a crunchy, really crunchy outside. I think it's a Danish invention. And then upon it being baked, it sort of cracks. Yeah, yeah. gives it stripes, yep. hence its name. Tiger roll. It might have some other names. I don't know. I'm sure you can you can look them up. I get it. I think a lot of Asian bakeries have them. I think it's a Danish invention originally, though. 
but if you're getting some leftover meat, you're going to put it in a roll, tiger roll, over brioche any day of the week. It's yeah, tiger good... rolls are pretty delicious. Mm. Mm. What's your non-beer? Uh, my non-beer recommendation, I just finished um, watching The Sopranos for the first time. Have you mm. ever seen it? No, I haven't. I have the first season on DVD mm-hmm. uh, that I have not got around to watching. Yeah, you need to watch that series. So it's you, watched, a good you watched all of it? I've just finished the sixth season. How long yeah. did it take you? Um, Maybe six weeks or mm. eight weeks maybe. Um, Yeah, but just a really... I mean, I mean, people know The Sopranos. Mm. I mean, I, I'm the only idiot that took this long to... Go through the whole thing and watch it. Except and, uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll pass on that to you. But no, it's a uh, really well-made, well-performed, well-written show. Mm. So um, high recommendation for that for me. Excellent. Excellent. I was going to say something else. Were you? <laughs> he said excellent again, which was good. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go home and listen to some, I don't know, good music. Because I feel like people are going to judge me harshly. Oh, okay. And make sure you tweet about it so we all know. Yep. I'll put it, I'll put good music in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So if you want to get in touch with us for any reason, there's so many ways you can. <sighs> Probably too many, actually. Probably too many. We what should cut it down. No. We'll give people options. Yes. I think we should get more ways. Carry uh, a pigeon. Let's complain. Um, so you can email luke at aleofatime.com or dave at aleofatime.com. Or our producer, Emma, at aleofatime.com. Yeah, if you want to, I don't know, ask her some questions about... How she produces the show. Yeah, exactly. Find out. If you want to try and get her services to produce your show. Yeah. She, she's nodding. <laughs> nodding yeah, wearily. sarcastically. She yeah. is uh, currently studying a master's degree, so her time might be limited. Um, yeah, or you uh, could like, jump on Facebook and say face- things to us. Facebook. That are nice. It would be good. Yeah. Facebook.com slash aleofatime. Aleofatime.com is the website. What are you on Twitter? I'm at MelbDave on Twitter. And I'm at Aleofatime on Twitter. All one word for both of us. And iTunes, rate and review. We'd love it. Yeah, leave us a comment. We got a new rating this week as Did well. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Did oh, we? And me, I guess. Um, yeah. No review. But thank you for the guy that rated us. Yeah. I think they gave us a four. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd take a four. Yeah. It's better than three. Yeah. I give, I give a lot of good beers. Fours on untapped, so... I'm not going to look down at a four. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for the rating. We appreciate yeah. it. We like it. Actually, makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So give us a review. Let us know what you think, and keep listening. And yeah, remember if you know anything about mead, we'd love to know about it. Yeah, we uh, want to know about mead. We want to know about things that aren't happening in Melbourne, so we can tell people that are in Melbourne and other places. Yep. Uh, Kuala Lumpur. Let us know what's going on. Yeah. Holla. Holler at us. It's yeah. another thing to oh, say. Oh, we've lost it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.